There's a Chinese proverb that says the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Second best time is right now. Whatever habit you're trying to construct and become more consistent with, think of it like planting that tree. You could have done it 20 years ago, but the best time to do it is right now. Start digging the soil, putting in the work, and one day you meet yourself down the line, you can sit under that tree and enjoy the fruits of the work that you put in right now. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, got another great episode for you here today. We want you to live and lead with freedom in your life. And what's so ironic is so many times you think that that's going to involve 20 things and it's going to take you six months to get there. You're going to have to read four books. But the reality is you probably need to aim at one small area. So that's what we're helping you do this summer. Our series here on the podcast is words to live and lead by. And we want to give you a warning. This could actually change your life today. We are not here because we need more to do. Jonathan and I actually have plenty to do, um, but we're crazy passionate about seeing you change your life as you drive down the road, as you sit there on your back deck, as you are out on your kayak, as you're working out. Um, but we want to invite you outside for this series. And we want to remind you, we're reflecting here. It's not just two dudes talking at you. In fact, we are just kind of setting up some questions so you can hear from the living God, so you can reflect, so you can hit pause. And so here we are on our next episode of this Words to Live and Lead by. Jonathan, we're just kind of hanging them on a string. What is our word today? What are we talking about? Yeah, before I give it to you, uh, it, it goes hand in hand with, with the quote. Um, and we often think of, you know, like, where are we going? What are we doing? How do we get there? And you hear us talk about next right steps and, and all the time. But one of my one of my favorite quotes, I have a lot of them. Um, Charles Spurgeon said, um, by perseverance, the snail reached the ark. You think of the, all of the stories you've been told about the animals going into the ark were huge. They were big, they're fast. They're, you know, what we think of, you don't really think of a snail, this little tiny creature that was taking like small movements in the right direction. Slithers. How does the snail slithers? I don't know. I imagine they could have skipped. Slides? You know, you don't know. It could have been like, I gotta go. But anyway, like it was consistent in its purpose. It knew that its purpose was to get there. And it was consistent in its purpose and it persevered by continually heading in the right direction. So that's what we're talking about today, guys. Consistency. Consistency is key. And these words are really words that we hear all the time. And we're not just flinging content at you. And like Alan said, fair warning, these could change your life. If not this one, maybe another episode. But Alan, how do we find consistency? Yeah, first of all, I think we just have to name that this is not exciting. Mm -hmm. This is not one of those that we're trying to inspire you and, and we're trying to fire you up. Our world wants quick hits, dopamine, adrenaline, sprints. Let me do the next Thing that can make me awesome, get me followers, help me find influence. We're getting there. Um, we will continue to talk about some of those things this summer. And yet, this is one of those things that is just taking your next right steps over a certain period of time. And this is just doing the next thing. There's a phrase uh, I say probably every week, consistency breeds credibility. 
Consistency breeds credibility. And I think that we have undervalued consistency in leadership and even in our culture as a whole. And we have overvalued the flashy and the inspiring is we're and, looking to move people in moments, but people actually are moved by watching our lives sometimes in years. It reminds me of Simon Sinek's talk that he did where he showed the graph of the right half of the, the X and Y axis. And he talked about corporate business life and leadership. And then he was like, I spent time with SEAL teams. He goes, and they get it right. He was like, and you just sit down. So often in our world, we want the big, the flashy. We want the the quick this and what's going to get us to these benchmarks the fastest. And he was like, but if you go over to these guys who quietly do things that we'll never see, they oftentimes want the person that's not quick, not flashy. The one that on paper would never make it and would never be appealing, but they're consistent in their efforts to show up they take next steps, they're trustworthy, they they can be taught, they can be they can be elevated, but they don't have those big characteristics that we often look for, or what we often feel like we have to strive for. That if you listen to last week's episode, create overwhelm. And so it's interesting that if you're striving for consistency, it's where are you moving? Like what are you trying to be consistent in? Because at the end of the day, you're going to be consistent, whether you're taking right steps wrong steps or no steps like it's you have a choice to make like which way do you want to move and almost anything healthy in life relates to that and that you're just going to need to stay at it i think about diet you think about getting in the gym you think about running you want to run a marathon next year you're going to have to start with a mile or two heck you might have to start with walking you might have to start with buying running shoes i mean mm -hmm. it's going to be steps over time and we just, I, I think a couple of reasons we just don't f focus on this, pay attention that I, I even want to believe that this is true. First of all, I think it, it seems too easy. It seems too easy that we could just take a bunch of, of little steps and go, really, all I have to do is work this training program and continue to up my mileage, continue to eat well, continue to sleep well. And then like, I'm going to be able to run 26 miles without stopping. And, and it just feels too easy. The second is I just think that it feels boring. And uh, I know that's a strong B word there, but it just feels boring. Like, oh man, like I want it faster. I want it in an easier way. And we're talking about things that are very, very deep here. Your influence, your leadership, your example, people are watching. Little eyes are watching. If you have kids, your friends are watching. People on social media are watching. People on your team are watching. Consistency breeds credibility. And that is influence. Credibility is influence. The people looking at you saying, I want to follow them. I want to be like them. I want to live like them. I want to do some of the things that they are doing. If you want that, friends, the pathway to that is to continually take your next right steps and just be consistent. What are the right things and how are you going to continue to do those? An undervalued trait of leaders is that they build trust and that makes people feel safe. We need more trust in the workplace. We need more trust in our families and in our relationships. And we need more safety to be able to take risks. We've talked about failure here. We've talked about overwhelm here. I mean, we're talking about hard topics. And so today I would say is not a hard topic. It's just one that we really need to believe that it matters. And so we're going to ask you a couple of questions as we always do and leave you some time to reflect. And your first, the first question is this. It's what's one 
habit in your life that you need to be consistent with? What's one habit in your life that you need to be consistent with? Reflect on that and we'll catch you up ahead. thinking in terms of habits and trying to say, man, this is where I want to be better. This is where I want to be perfect. And some of you may have found yourself saying that, how do I want to be, how do I want to perfect this? And you're not going for perfection. You're going for consistency. You're going for what can I do to start the wheel turning, to gain momentum, to start moving. And there's a book that has had a tremendous impact on my life. I actually read it every single year. Every January, I pick up a brand new copy of it and I read it through the lens of what my goals are for the upcoming year. And some of my friends think that sounds silly, but it's one of the most practical books out there on habits. And if you guys haven't heard of James Clear, I would highly recommend, we'll link to this in the show notes, but his book, Atomic Habits, talks about taking anything that you want to do and breaking it all the way down into micro habits, like micro movements that you can do that build into the macro. And say you want to find more margin in your week. If you think your schedule is just not working right, well, you can't expect us to make a big jump and say, starting today, I'm going to clear out Wednesdays from two o'clock to four o'clock, and I'm going to do this. It's probably not going to work with you. It's not going to be sustainable. It's going to be a big jolt. What are the small things that you can do? To say, okay, how can I develop a new rhythm for my week to where I'm consistently gaining pieces and pockets over time? Think of it like going to a chiropractor. You don't go to a chiropractor and he just slams all your vertebrae back into place. If he if he did, I would never go to that chiropractor again. They take micro movements over time to realign your spine. And when they do that, 
they solve more problems. You find yourself feeling better. Your joints move better. Your neck feels better. Your, your shoulders, your arms, small movements over time heading in the right direction. Those are what build and construct habits that sustain us for a healthier lifestyle, more effective leadership, and a life where we're thriving instead of just striving. So for this next question, it's not really a question. I want to invite you to imagine. So you've got that habit that you want to and need to be consistent with. So I want you to zoom out a year from today. If you practice that habit, what impact will that have on your whole life? If you practice that habit consistently, what impact will that have on your whole life? Think about that. five years ago, this habit for me was sitting down for 10 minutes with our newly developed right side up journal. That was really just an idea in my mind that we eventually ended up developing and, and now many of you use. But the smallest habit that I needed in order to be able to get my day under control and to be proactive was to sit with my journal, my right side up journal for 10 minutes a day. I've got it sitting on my desk next to me in this beautiful leather sleeve. By the way, our next version is going to be releasing soon. You'll hear more about it. And we continue to hone and refine what that journal is in our 
third edition, but our first edition was pretty rough. I was actually just sketching it out myself and utilizing it each day. And I'm telling you, those 10 minutes each day were compounding interest. If you've looked at graphs around compounding interest, it doesn't make sense. You probably heard that, hey, if you just throw X amount of dollars each month in this, then you'll be a millionaire at this age. You know, like there's no way that that's true, but it's this miracle of compounding interest. And that's been true in my own life. Uh, I don't go away for five days a year and do all of my planning. But if you look at it, it's about 100 minutes a week that I need to be able to look at each day and at the end of the week to look back and look ahead. 100 minutes a week is the investment in that. The return for me has been that a year after that commitment, I was more calm. I was leading better. My capacity went up. Maybe I had you know, six or seven different meetings and four or five coaching sessions in the course of a day. And before that was overwhelming and I felt last minute and I was scattered before a coaching client. After that, that 10 minutes a day had actually compounded into me saying, I've got this, or I scheduled too much. I need to not do that this next week. And so I just want you to think about that image in your mind, to think about where you can and will be a year from now, if you are consistent in that one little area, that one little habit. Jonathan's talking about these atomic habits. And here's the reality. They impact different areas of your life. So let's use the running analogy again. If you are the kind of person that a year from now ends up running 26 miles and your friends are literally cheering for you, you're dead tired, you cross that finish line and you think, I'm the kind of person that is able to run a marathon. Maybe after that, you want to do some ultra marathon. Maybe after that, you want to go up in the mountains and do some kind of adventure race after that. Maybe your thinking is clear in that and you are able to take on other challenges. Who knows? But friends, when you take a risk, when you're consistent in one area of your life, it spreads to other areas. Discipline and consistency breeds more discipline and more consistency in these other areas. So we just want to invite you to keep that image in your mind of a year from today. I recently talked to a friend of mine and, and there was somebody, he's a seminary professor, and he said that his student kept saying, I can't do this. I'm not smart enough. I don't have this in me. I don't have enough time. He had every excuse in the book. Uh, and he just said, imagine that moment when you are walking across the stage and you are going to be a seminary grad. And that is what kept that student in there. He wanted to quit five times. That was the, the pep talk. Just remember that moment. And three weeks ago, that leader had that moment and gave my friend, his professor, a huge hug as he walked across that stage. They're both crying and they're saying, this moment, you would have missed this moment if you didn't quit. Just consistently doing your next right thing. How much of it is just not quitting in your life? and in your leadership. I just want to leave you this third question. What habit do you believe is just out of your reach? What habit do you believe is just too hard, is just too big, or is just impossible for you to do? Think and reflect on that.
it's important to leave you with this. I know it sounds negative, but it's really important that if you have in the back of your mind, oh, I could never do this. Just because you didn't grow up working out doesn't mean you can't get in the gym, work with a trainer and find your plan. Just because in the past you've been one that goes to bed late doesn't mean that you can't create a new bedtime and actually make sleep a priority at this stage in your life. Just because you haven't been somebody that's read books consistently doesn't mean that you're not a learner and doesn't mean that you can't learn to be that kind of person. How many times does our limiting belief get in the way of the vision that we have for the future? If you are going to be consistent at something, you have to believe that you actually could take those next right steps. That actually could be your story and not just somebody else's that you're comparing to. So as we lead you out today, we just want to remind you that you can do it. Now, create something realistic. I'm not saying create something unrealistic that doesn't fit within your wheelhouse, but something that truly matters, something that pushes the ball of your life forward, something that matches that vision that's deep inside of you that you want to do, that you want to become, that you want to accomplish. Start now and start small. Friends, if you don't believe that it's possible, if you don't believe that you actually could take those steps, then it doesn't really matter. So we want to leave you with a quote because we want you to start right now. Jonathan, what do you got? There's a Chinese proverb that says the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time, it's right now. Second best time is right now. Whatever habit you're trying to construct and become more consistent with, think of it like planting that tree. You could have done it 20 years ago, but the best time to do it is right now. Start digging the soil, putting in the work. And one day, you meet yourself down the line, you can sit under that tree and enjoy the fruits of the work that you put in right now. 